Scott Gaines. Hello and welcome back to VIP Pass episode 17. I'm one of your hosts, Brendan, joined as always by... I'm sick. Hello, I'm sick. How are you today? Sick. Oh, lovely. If you don't know, that's the voice of Jesse. He's sick. He's sick. Sick of living. He's sick. He doesn't really want to report, report, record a podcast because he's sick, but you know... It's the life of a content creator. Got to keep it rolling. We're out here doing this for you. So if I sound gross or sniff a lot or just not good, I'm sick. It's been a, a big weekend for us. Yeah, and I'm sick because of it. Mm-hmm. We're out at Neck of the Woods on Saturday. That was fun. That was really fun. I did enjoy that. We'll talk about that a bit later in the episode, though. And then it was also my birthday weekend, so we went out and <laughs> got wild, almost died. The big one nine. Look out. One nine. Nope. <laughs> that is not a Brooklyn nine yeah. nine. Don't. We we almost died atop a cliff. Oh, we didn't. Okay. That's a bit of an ex- exaggeration. We climbed up to the top of a mountain. So we've got in where we live in Townsville. We have, um. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. We have Castle Hill. It's a hill. It's not a mountain. Just a hill. The hill. It's the the hill, even though we've got other little things. But So we went up there. We drove up there. Uh, you good? We drove up there after um, we had dinner for Brendan's birthday. He turned 19. Happy birthday, Brendan. Thank you. Um, so we drove up to the top of the hill, and I was like, oh, guys, come up to this spot that I usually go to because it's, like, real nice. You get a really nice view. So we go up there, and you got to, like, climb up on this bunker, um, you know, bunker. Makes it sound like a war bunker. It is. It was filled with mines. That's literally what that is, Brendan. It's a bunker. Well, they should do is add some ladder. You know, we're an army ladder. town, right? Yeah. I think it was a bunker, though. I just thought it was like a, a block for telecommunication storage. No, that's it's the bunker. So we climbed up on the bunker, um, which I've done a lot. So, like, it's normal brendan has never done it and is probably one of the least athletic persons in the world did it better than jordan did though yeah but let's not be mean to jordan we love jordan it's because he's ocularly disabled so his vision isn't the best um but yeah so after a bit of awkward climbing from those two we got up on the top and i was like wow this is really nice like i love being up there it's just real peaceful but it was windy as fuck it was so windy like you couldn't stand up with Without being like severely affected oh, by you wind, you could if you weren't scared. Yeah, but you're also we're we're lanky boys. We're not as built as you are. No, it's, yeah, it's definitely it felt like gale force winds, like we were in a cyclone or a hurricane for you, Northern Hemisphere listeners. Shout out to cyclones, doing nature's no, work for us. No, no, no. Particular shout out to Cyclone Yasi. No. And the ad. And the aptly named Yassi Burger, because it'll blow you away. Oh, yeah. The Yassi Burger from Take a Break Burger Bar. Today's episode is sponsored by Take a Break Burger Bar, featuring the famous Yassi Burger. Take a break. Have a burger. Lovely. In other exciting news this weekend, it was the Logies. The Logies. Was it yesterday? Sunday? <coughs> yeah, like last night. Um, So, if people don't know what the Logies are... You're either not from Australia or you couldn't care. It's basically the um, TV awards in Australia. So they give people awards and then they've got 
the gold Logie, which is the most popular personality on Aussie TV. Um, so that's like the big event of the night. And then they've got like all other ones for like best TV actress, actor, show, blah, 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 blah. I don't even know what I just got. Oh, no. Get the pins in the crib, man. Drop it like it's hard. Drop it like it's hard. Drop it like it's hard. Okay, yeah, it's definitely my back. Yeah, so TV Week Logies. It was the 61st award show they've ever done. That's a lot. That's like at least 60 years. 60 years. How how many decades ago would that be? Six decades. So that'd be like, what, the 50s? Late 50s? Do the math. Late 50s. I'm going to say 58. No, it's, yeah. 58. 1958. Did they even have TV back then? Apparently. Wow. What a millennial thing to say. Did they have TV in the late 50s? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when TV was invented. Before the late 50s. Was it post or pre-World War Two? Pre? I don't know. Well, did, this might have been the introduction of color TV then. Because, like, the Brady Bunch, you ever watched the Brady Bunch? It was like, now in color. Okay. How long ago was the Brady Bunch? That was like the 80s, wasn't it? No, I feel like it was a little bit earlier than the 80s. So let's do a bit of research on the history of color TVs. VIP Pass, bringing you the best content about color TV and the Brady Bunch. Yes, give me the So sometime between 1946 and 1950, the research staff of RCA Laboratories invented the world's first electronic color television system. A successful color television system based on a system designed in RCA began commercial broadcasting in December 16, 17, 1953. Okay, so the 50s was the boom of TV, color TV. So it makes sense that the Logies were started in that era. Was Home and Away, like, started running them? Yeah, that was the first episode of Home and Away, 1953. <laughs> oh, all right, let's 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 take a deep dive into these Logies. Let's leave the gold Logie till the end, because there's a bit of controversy around it. Mm, some tea, sis. All right, most popular actor, Luke McGregor from Rosehaven. I don't know who that is. I don't know what Rosehaven is, but good for him. It's on ABC. Pretty much the same. Most popular actress, Deborah Mailman. Does she just only act in TV all the time and just win awards? She's just an ABC actress. Uh, Obviously not if she's on Bite Club in Nine Network. Oh, yeah. Oh. Goddamn. Most popular presenter. Who is that? Costa. Oh, from Gardening Australia. Costa. Yes. I love him. Gotta love the amount of gardening and like home lifestyle shows that we have on Australian television. It's good. And the renovation shows, they've like blown up. There's a whole like TV channel essentially dedicated to renovation shows. Is there though? Nine Life. Like 90% of the content on Nine Life is like home renovation shows. Yeah, I'm going to level. I don't really watch TV that much anymore. I haven't watched TV since like... Last year. Not like live TV. There's only I'll watch like one show, man. I don't even watch like recorded TV anymore. Ever since Netflix, it's not a it's not a thing. Alright. So po- most popular new talent, Dylan Alcott. Another ABC. Look everything's from ABC. Like all the big channel or bigger 
more popular channel Why was winning. Joe Jonas nominated for that? The Voice. Because he's new talent. At, mm. All right. Most popular drama program. Mystery Road. Haven't heard of it. Sure, yeah, it's great. Boring. Let's go faster on board. Most popular entertainment programming. Gogglebox. Okay, let's talk about Gogglebox for a second. Gogglebox is a show where people watch shows and you watch them watching the show. And I think I could be on Gogglebox. We definitely could. Like, oh, it's the VIP Park Boys. Yeah, we could do it. Have you ever watched Gogglebox? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Exactly. And like, that's I watched it and I was like, I could do that. Everyone trash on it, but like, it's a good watch. Who trashes on it? I'll fight them. Like, any everyone. No. Um, Gogglebox and um, that one where they travel. Travel box. Travel guides. Oh, is that the one where like random couples just go on holidays? And it's like families and families stuff. Families and shit. Yeah. That's, I could do that show too. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. So good. Comedy program. Have you been paying attention? That's a quiz show. I love that show. That's so funny. funny. Most popular reality program. Survivor Champions vs. Contenders. Boy, that was so good. I literally just live for Survivor drama. Like, oh my god. I don't think I've ever watched a season of Survivor. Or an episode, in fact. Oh, you don't know Evil Russell then. Oh my gosh. I definitely don't. Gardening Australia. Bringing it back with most popular lifestyle program. We love gardening. Most popular panel on current affairs program. The project, yeah. That's the most popular commercial. Get out of here. Is it commercial? Dundee. Australia's tourism ad in disguise. Yeah, I'm over it. I don't watch ads, so I wouldn't know what those are. Wentworth winning most astounding drama series. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The um, Foxtel. Uh, miniseries, outstanding actor, outstanding actress. Blah, 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 don't care, blah, don't care, blah, don't blah, care. Blah. She was in Doctor Who, I think. Most outstanding actress. Um, no, she's in The Cry on ABC. Let's talk about the gold logie. That's what people are here for. All right. Can I, can I get a drum roll, please? No, you can't. Stop hitting my piano. Tom Gleason, winner of the Gold Logie, most popular person in Australia. Most popular TV personality. What a man. Tom Gleason. He's so funny. I love Tom He Gleason. is hilarious. And there's a bit of drama around this. A lot of people don't like that he won. Because mm. they're like, oh, well, he, he, he made jokes. He's ruining it. It's, it's, he joked about it too much. He's a comedian. Like, he... That, he that, that's what he does. Jokes are what he does for a living. Yeah. He literally hit all his shows, like Hard Quiz, and then he was also had like the weekly. Is he on the weekly with Charlie Pickering? Um, yeah. Used to be, I think. That's all he does, is he's like a satirical, ironic man. Here's the thing. He campaigned for this mm-hmm. to win the gold logie. And he did. And he was making jokes and stuff. But he is a comedian. He also campaigned last year. For someone, and mm. that person won. Yeah. Which begs the question, is Tom Gleason the Logie God? <laughs> is he the gold Logie God? He's just in charge of the votes. He's just behind the thing, just tallying them. He's like, oh, just an extra 100 ticks there. But, like, he's good. He did an interview this morning on the Today Show. Rip. And Dickie. Everyone knows Dickie. He's the entertainment guy. He. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dickie, yeah. Yep. He ripped into Gleason. And he's going like off at him being like, nah, nah. oh, well, it's not a legitimate win, is it? And then the other presenter was like, well, it is. Yeah. He, he won. Yeah. He's got, he's sitting here with a gold logie. We don't have one. Like, he did win. And then like, when it comes down to it, all the jokes and stuff aside, he runs 
he's like a presenter on yeah. like the leading like top rated quiz show in the country. Good show. So he he did win, but he also just made a lot of jokes about it. Yeah. Did and his speech was real funny too and he apparently and I quote told everyone to lighten the f- up. <laughs> um it's oh, amazing. Which was funny. But yeah, everyone was going off about it. But I reckon, yeah, he deserves it. He's funny. He's a good guy. Or he seems like a good guy. I don't know him. People always be salty about award shows and that just because it's like, oh, that's not my, that's not my winner. But uh, you, look, majority votes, you just have to take it for what it is. Yeah. Oh, and then at the end of the interview with Dickie, Dickie was like, oh, do you wish it, at least the end of your speech, do you wish you'd like thanked people? And he's like, no, then I'd sound like you. <laughs> Just roast. <laughs> uh, see, no one's going to care about the Logies in like a week. I didn't even realize it was on until like yesterday. And yeah, I, like, I didn't oh, yeah. know. And then um, I got, like I woke up this morning, it was on the news. So I just got an Instagram message request from... On your personal or? Yeah, from Marianne underscore Camp Q 8486 she said, hello, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing Did she have great. a love heart or a kiss emoji? No, but she has zero posts, zero followers, zero following. <laughs> this is a dead account. So I'm going to delete that bitch. Is there a link on it at least? Nope. No links. What? So, mm, so usually I'd say that's just like a like a porn spam bot account. Yep. But there's no link. How, how are they going to get their money? Because you talk to them. And then ah. they, like, send it there. Very nice. Wow. The news is really boring on these websites. You know, like, news.com and, like... Yeah. Here's the thing. Daily Mail and that. People come to news.com for news. Boring. You want to come for good news and have a good time? Come to VIP Pass, baby. Bring you all the entertainment news you didn't ask for. That feels kind of negative. We should change that to, like... You didn't know you needed. Yeah. There you go. That's, like, a positive spin on the same thing. I saw an interesting news article the other day. Oh, yeah? You know, like, on Snapchat and that, there's all those, like... News articles? Yeah, there's just... <laughs> a lot of them are, like, trash. A lot of them are spam. But every now and then, you just get a little golden nugget. You're like, wow, I learned something today. So, Jesse, do you know anything about deepfakes? Yeah, I know deepfakes. Cool. So, that that was, like, a big thing, I want to say last year, maybe the year before. Kind of came into, like... Came into light. Yeah. What's actually happening and like that it's a problem. Brennan, do you want to explain to the people at home what deepfakes are? So essentially deepfakes is when you take someone else's face and I think maybe also voice if there's talking involved. You take someone else's face and like they're talking and their characteristics and then you put it on like the body of someone else. So it makes it look like for example a lot of the most common examples with like celebrities, say like Tom Cruise. You know, like to take Tom Cruise's face and you put on like a, a stunt double to make it look like, oh, look, Tom Cruise is doing all this stuff. Yeah. One of the biggest ones was actually, I think it was like a Barack Obama or like Donald Trump one. Yeah, Trump. Yeah, like surfs around the internet. Yeah, Trump saying stuff about how he's going to like bomb people, but it wasn't real. Yeah. Um, Which, yeah, that raised issues about security and privacy. Um, And then a lot of articles came out about girls going, oh, well, my face was used in deepfakes porn. Yeah, which that's a then, big issue as well. That's a problem because obviously they don't want their image portrayed in that light. Well, see, then that's when this article came in the other day because I saw it was like like breaking news, like new deepfake things, and it was called Deep Nudes. 
So essentially this guy made an app, charged like $50 for it. And you could take a photo. It didn't work on men, only worked on women. You could take a photo of like any girl and then it like simulated what they'd look like dude to like a realistic degree. Really creepy. I think it got taken down like almost straight away. I hope so. But it's probably still out there on the dark web or something like that. But yeah, no, AI and technology is getting to a, a scary, dangerous place. See, it's not even like that it's getting to a dangerous place. It's that people are dangerous and stupid. Mm. Well, I think that they use like AI learning to develop like the algorithm and also like the image like editing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the more pictures you have, the better a deep fake is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the more like simulated like output you can get from it. Mate, when when do you reckon we're going to get taken over by the machines? Oh, like in what capacity? Like Terminator. Like Terminator? Like Terminator. Like not in our lifetime. Not in our lifetime? What Have you seen AI now? Yeah, Roomba's pretty scary. That's not AI. That's a cleaning robot. It's got iRobot in it. If you put a knife on your Roomba... <laughs> It'll train you to be really aware all the time. Yeah, chase you around with a knife like Dana, Dana. Um, no, I don't think. Like, who's that? There's that one AI. Um, that she's a girl, and she's real popular. Alexa. No. Hey Alexa. Um, okay, Google. God, I need to find her name because she's an AI. She does like public speeches and stuff, and she oh. like has feelings. Is that the Microsoft one that got like banned off Twitter? Um, what? That was like a Microsoft chatbot. No, not a chatbot. It's a AI, like, fucking cyborg robot. Because there was a... Uh, well, Jesse Googles, there was like a Microsoft chatbox. And it, like, chatted to people on Twitter and that. And in the span of 24 Sophia! hours... Sophia! Sorry. <laughs> in the span of 24 hours, a Microsoft chatbot got, like, trained to be, like, a racist bigot. And it had to get taken down because it was just being, like, really offensive on the internet. Yeah. No, Sophia. Sophia. Um, She... Is like a big AI. She's a robot. She's um. She was at the ITU's AI for Good Global Summit, um, in Geneva in 2018. She's a sophisticated humanoid robot developed in Hong Kong, um, by Hanson Robotics. Um, and she recently, or not recently, a couple of years ago, was declared the first robot citizen of Saudi Arabia. Um, and like she has like memories, like she can remember things from like her past, like before they update her and change stuff. She'll remember old things. She remembers wait, wait, wait. people. First robot citizen of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so she's a, she's a citizen. How's that? How does that fly? Like she became a citizen because she's like a person. Sophia, I'm going to tap Sophia Robot. I'm going to have a look at this as well. Like, she's really... Oh, that's creepy as hell. Like, she's, yeah, she's a full-on robot. And, like, you can have a conversation with her. She makes jokes and stuff. Yeah, no, fam, that's a hard pass. That's creepy as hell. Um, no, if you guys haven't seen, Google Sophia AI. Sophia Robot, Sophia AI. Comes have up. a look. Um, read up about her. She's really cool. Like, it's incredible what they can do. But that's the level of it. Like, she can't move. Like, she can talk and move ahead. That's about it. It's like um, the Boston Dynamics stuff. Have you seen any of that? Oh, like the robots doing, like, backflips and shit? Yeah, like, the super advanced, like, robots. Yeah, but see, that's why I know it's not going to happen in our lifetime. Because have you seen them? 
Like, really? They're also, like, hella clunky, though. At their peak, they can't do that much. The dog one is, like, scary, though. Like, the army robot dog. Yeah, but even then, they still, like, they're awkward. They're not, they can't do too much yet. That's why a good video by, um, the Corridor Digital people. Shout out to them. Great content. Been binging their stuff on YouTube. The Corridor Digital people, they did, a like, Boston Dynamics, like, goes wrong. And so, essentially, like, create a video of, like, all the robots, like, does those things and, like, the humans keep abusing it. And it just goes, like, mental and, like, flips out on all the humans. Really good video. Could watch. They also, Corridor crew, I've been watching a lot of stuff lately. They released a video, like, this morning of, like, a working guillotine. Looks so cool. Imagine if we had a guillotine. Good. Make some hella cool videos. No. You can buy, like, one of those ones to cut paper with. <laughs> okay, big guillotine. Mate, have you ever used those? Have you ever used a paper guillotine? Yes. They're like a lot. So so useful, but they're also, at the same time they're not that great. Well, speak for yourself. When you gotta cut like a hundred pieces of paper. Why are you cutting a hundred pieces bits? of paper? Because I gotta make labels at work. Oh. Nah. You just shk shk Done. You see it from my palm cards. Oh, it's using my palm cards, my like six palm cards. Yeah. Gotta cut them out with the guillotine. <laughs> I used to have, I used to have like, big speeches, like 40 palm cards. You don't want to hand cut 40 palm cards. That's a lot of effort. Making a speech worth 40 palm cards is a lot of effort. Nah, see, the writing's the easy bit. The cutting them out is the hard bit. Oh, you're the hard bit. Get out. I'm sick. Thanks, this has been another episode of VIP Plus. Catch you next time. Oh, do you keep hearing about this thing, right? Um, so Apple, well, it used to be iTunes, right? It's now split into like three different things. Yeah, because no one was buying things on iTunes. Because what's it now? It's like Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Check us out on Apple Podcasts. And there's another one. It's like Apple. It'd be like all their TV shows and movies and stuff. I don't know. I don't really do much with the Apple stuff. Because I remember it used to be like massive. Like the iTunes store. Because that's all there was. Yeah. It was you went to the iTunes store, you went to the Google Play store. Yeah. But now everyone streams. So that's why they've got Apple Music where you can just stream. I don't know. Say something back. So this is good podcast content, or you're just gonna stab like. But see, I, I I'm the same. Like with my music, I own the stream music through Spotify. Yeah, because now you can. In so the past, good. you couldn't. So it's you so had good. to buy songs if you wanted them. And you just download it as well for when you're offline. You know, Spotify's great. I love Spotify honestly um, so much. If you use Apple Music. I think it's better than Spotify. Sorry, but you're the weaker race. Because I've never really used Apple Music. I think I used it once. Yeah, it's not great. Is it? Uh, I've also... Google Play Music, I've used it once as well. It's not the best either. I've never touched that. I, I, I think Google Play is a bit better for like the radio content. Then again, I never used Spotify radio. I used to use it ages ago, but... Oh, you just turn on an actual... Go in your car, use the radio. Shout out to Pandora Radio. That it's is dead, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, in Australia it is. I'm pretty sure you can still get it in America. But I miss Pandora Radio. Internet free radio. So good. 
You're just like chucking a genre or chucking a song and it just makes a bunch of no, radio. I, I liked the um, Taylor Swift channel. <laughs> Definitely back in um, high school, our physics teacher on a Friday would be like, oh, yeah, we can put music on. What do you want? And everyone would be like, uh, uh, and I'd go, Taylor Swift. So then she would go on Pandora and just put on Taylor Swift for the whole lesson. It was the best. And then the best thing about Pandora is you used to be like, thumbs down if you didn't like the song and it would instant skip it for you. Um, or you could thumbs up and it like cater the music to those thumbs up. So it like plays more like that artist. That's how I got into metal. Oh, let's not get into you getting into metal right now, hey? Good content, quality content right there. Oh boy. Jesse, look look at this picture right here. I have a picture up on the screen. Yes, I'm looking at it. It's the LG Super UHDA TV AI with the thin Q. What about it? You like TVs, right? You are, you're you're an interesting man. You know a lot about, a lot about TVs. I sell TVs. Yes. So, is this a good TV? Yeah. Um. The yeah Super UHD with the thin Q. So they're really skinny. Um. Like they're way thinner than the rest, but that does make them more expensive. Because transport's really hard, because it's very easy to crack the screen. Like, you can order this TV in a, like, 75-inch or something, and it's like $15,000. Mm-hmm. What about Purely ThinQ? Purely because it's hard. Huh? What about how much would the ThinQ cost? That's what I'm saying, the ThinQ. Because they're really thin. Would that cost 1500 No, no, no. If you get a 75-inch in that, 15000 Oh, <laughs> What? Because the transport, because it's so easy to crack them and break them, because they're that skinny. Why would you buy that then? The fifty fives are like maybe two grand. Fifteen thousand for a TV. Yeah. Apparently, Clive Palmer went into um one of the stores, like in the place I work, mm. and just went and ordered one of those, and was like, "Yeah, here you go." Wow. Like, that's pretty crazy. I bet you he cracked it. <laughs> and there's other ones you can get. I don't know what. It might be the similar thing, but you can get some other TV. You can special order, like... No, no, no. Any TV. If you want a TV, the biggest we have is 82-inch. Mm. If you want bigger, which someone asked if we had a 98, which is enormous. Um, And if you want that, that's like $30,000. Fair enough. Why would you not just invest in a projector at that point is what I want to know. Projectors are cheaper than a TV anyway. Yeah. And projectors are getting better as well, aren't they? They're, they're amazing projectors. Yeah. Like, if at this point, if I move out and I have the opportunity, I'll probably get a projector, not TV. a TV, because I don't really watch TV. Because, mm. like, I play games and I watch, like, Netflix and stuff, and you can access that through all these different things. You don't really need a TV. Yeah. But, um... For new TV buyers, what would you recommend, Jesse? Samsung. Samsung, and why is that, Jesse? Samsung's the best TV brand that are currently making TVs. Their top-level TV is, like, miles above anyone else's. Their entry-level TV in some of the, like, sizes and stuff is almost identical to the top TV in other brands, and it's their, like, base model. Damn. Like, they're just crazy good. Mm, just and like they're the only brand with an 8K TV at the moment. Which isn't really relevant at the bit moment. bit unnecessary. Yeah. But but we're getting there. Cause there are also like $7,500. Yeah, because there are 8K cameras. I'm pretty sure like the red cameras could shoot in 8K. 
Yeah, like there's 8K stuff, but no one's making consumable content yet in 8K. But the shift is going towards that. The new gaming consoles and stuff. They're all 4K at the moment, aren't they? The, no, like the new ones that are going to come okay, out yeah. are going to shift to 8K. Um, Sony, I think, is waiting to release 8K TVs for when they release their next PlayStation. Yeah. So they can release them hand in hand with the 8K. Oh, mate. What what an investment that will be. Because the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro, they're 4K at the moment. Yeah. And then the Xbox One S can do 4K media. Just not 4K games because it's a bit more powerful. And then, like, PC gaming as well. I'm pretty sure you can do 4K gaming with, like, certain graphics card and that. So, I wonder how long till they go to 8K as well. Yeah, I just you need the technology to be able to process it. That's the only problem. Because mm. you can play, you can get a game that's a 4K game and play it in, like, 420p. <laughs> Yuck. True, though. Like, there are people and they'll get stuff and they'll have a 4K TV. But if you don't, if you're running something else that doesn't support 4K, it's only going to run to the lowest resolution. It's like, yeah, it's like watching just free-to-air TV on a 4K TV is literally the worst thing you can do in this world. It is awful. I think there's some worse things you can do. No, no, no. The sin of watching... Genocide. Like, 480p. sorry. Watching 480p. What are you watching in 480p? Like TV. Have you ever watched like... It's like not 480p though. <laughs> it's fairly close. Most channels run in like 1080. No, not any... They might now, but a lot of like... When 4K TVs first came out, you're watching like ABC... Actually, no, I think ABC is not too bad. Like channel win in like 9. Like now they've got all their HD channels too. Mm. Anything... Uh, under that, so watching like old DVDs and that, you're like, oh. You put in the Cats and Dogs VHS. <laughs> what a good movie. Can we talk about Cats and Dogs for a minute? Is Holy. that the, the spy one? Yeah. Mm. They go and the family gets a little beagle and then like it becomes a spy. Spy beagle. And the cats are evil. Yeah, what? Which I think is um, stereotypical and a bit racist, but. There was a, the cheeky Silence of the Lambs reference in that movie as well. Just a good movie. Is that, they made a second one as well. I don't care about it. I've never seen it. I never want to. No? Oh, it's, I want to throw back a shout out to the early 2000s, to mid to late 2000s of just like talking animal movies and TV shows. Well, Cats and Dogs, Babe, G-Force. G-Force. G, oh my God. <laughs> G-Force, the, the guinea pig crackdown spy team of guinea pigs. Spy animals was the thing. Spy animals. That was spy weird. kids. Spy Kids is great. Spy Kids, the best Spy Kids, don't at me, but the best Spy Kids is Spy Kids 3D. 3D. That was three, so good. Then they added the D and they were like, oh, if you want to, um, like, when do you know when you put your 3D glasses on? When the characters put their glasses on and then you like know and it's just really good. That, mm. that movie and Sharkboy and Lava Girl are the peak of child cinema. Yeah. Oh, I remember back in the day you watched like a 3D movie. And a little thing pops up in the corner. It's like, put your 3D glasses on. Yeah, well, it goes red had, and blue. And you're like, yeah, oh. red and blue. But then it adjusted <laughs> and it all looked normal. Yeah. And it, back when 3D wasn't just like depth where things like popped out at the screen. Yeah. That was so cool. Now 3D movies, you wear like black glasses, right? Yeah, they're all polarized. I've, no, I've never been never been into 3D movies, to be honest. Nah, back when it was like they would throw things at you and everyone would go, whoa, and try and dodge it. 
Yeah. That was so cool. And then you'd come out of the movie, and if you covered one eye, everything would be tinted that color that you'd been looking at. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to ruin your, your child's eyes. It was so good. I love that. And then Spy Kids 4 did 40. Did you see Spy Kids 4 in the cinema? Or, because I did. <laughs> I saw Spy Kids 4 in the cinema, and they gave you, like, these little cards, right? And throughout the movies, like, a number would pop up in the corner. And when that number popped up, you, like, scratched, like, that spot on the card, and you could smell what they would be smelling on the scene. Yeah, I never did that. I don't even know if I've seen Spy Kids 4. And I probably def- have, but I don't remember. There it. was definitely a scene where there was, like, a poo, or, like, a fart, or, like, some stinky gas. Oh, that's hot. And then you scratch it, you're like, yep, didn't need that. Thanks, Spy Kids. Yeah, see, I never did that. Spy Kids 4 wasn't too bad. But I don't remember anything from any other Spy Kids movie except 3. What about, um, no, what about in Spy Kids? I think it was 2 on the island when they land in the poop. No. Or there was an underwater sequence in Spy Kids 2. No. The only good thing about Spy Kids 2 is that guy reappears in Spy Kids 3. What about the hand people? And I can't remember if it's 1 or 2. Oh, the thumb people. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the thumbs. Dude, Spy Kids was a weird movie series, if you think about it. Oh, uh, yeah, but it was great. The Cortez family? Mm. Oh, and, and then they'd go down the volcano and they're like, ah, and it's just a fan. And We're that crazy still falling. That crazy dude at the bottom. Yeah, he's cool. He's got broken glasses. Oh, and Ginny ate the, he like, while falling, pulled out like a snack bar or something and starts eating it. You mean Ginny? Same thing. You definitely said Ginny, like Ginny Weasley. <laughs> Is that not his name? It's Junie. Junie! Um, Spy Kids 3 is amazing, though. It's the best one. They go into a video game. It's every kid's dream. And they got the health. <laughs> the guy's, like, 99. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. He gets zapped by lightning. If you kids out there haven't seen Spy Kids, go check it out. There's, like, five of them. Nah. If, you know, if people know what I'm talking about, if they remember when the in Spy Kids 3, where he's, like, someone's bullying Junie, and he's, like, if you don't do this, I'm going to bounce you back to level one and he's like messing with his life yeah. and stuff. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, and he's like, but, but, like, no, don't do it. And then in Shark Boy and Lava Girl, where the bully like severely overreacts to everything. Bullying like bad kids don't do it. Like the he takes the main kid's um dream journal, mm-hmm. and he like draws all over it and like ruins it. And then he gives it back to the kid. And then the kid gets it and he gets really mad. And he's like, he ruined my my dream journal. And then the bully stands up and goes, I did not. Mr. Electric, have him expelled. (laughs) Like just the biggest overreaction to anything. And I love it. All right. If you had to guess the release dates of those movies. Oh, I have no idea. Like 2002. All right. So Spy Kids 1 was 2001. Oh, so Spy Kids 3 was not 2002. <laughs> and then Spy Kids 2 was 2002. Spy Kids 3 was 2003. Oh. So just like quick one, two, three. Are you, I love when they used to do that. They do like a movie a year. Mm. And then Spy Kids 4 was 2011. So, yeah. So they just they just went away for eight years. They did like, a trilogy and they were like, this is enough. And then someone was like, you know what we need? Spy Kids 4. You know what we need to capitalize on nostalgia? And then Sharkboy and Lava Girl was 2005. Such good movies. It's by the same people. I feel they have the same like aesthetic. They're the same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't remember anything about being five except seeing Sharkboy and Lava Girl in cinemas. I remember that vividly. It was three D 
Oh my god. When I was five, I don't even remember back that far. Like fourteen years ago. <laughs> the only thing I remember is watching that in cinemas. Oh wow, that's a bit wild. I definitely ate a cupcake in two thousand five. Thanks, Brendan. That really added to the conversation, added to the vibe. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had a cupcake. Yo, your mom used to make the best cupcakes. Still does. Mom, bake us some pod- cupcakes for the podcast. We'll some do a snack, podcake? special tacker, a snack attack episode on it. It was, oh my God. This Here's what happened. Here, Okay, people, are you listening? Story time. Are you still listening? Good. Brendan would have things for his birthday. He'd have like a party. He'd have friends over. He'd do something. And his mum would make these cupcakes. And I don't know what she put in them, but they were so good. And there was like different colored icings and different little things on the top. Oh, and they were the best. And it was always like, oh, what color do I want? And you had to like beat other kids to get your color you wanted. Push them out of the way. I want the yellow one. She definitely just put cocaine in the, the mix. That's Yo, what it was. I'm down for just some <laughs> crack in the cupcakes. Just trace quantities of cocaine mixed in throughout the cupcake batter. They were so good, though. Like, it was like crack. Like, I couldn't get enough of them. The best ones mum did was just plain vanilla ice cream, right? And then it was the chocolate, like, sprinkles on top. That was... I ate that up. That was like, oh, mate. And then she also did a cheeky, some strawberry ones as well. What were the little balls that used to she put on the top? Like, the rainbow ones or the silver ones? The rainbow ones. Oh, they're like... You can buy those at, like, Woolies, I think. I don't know if they still sell them. They're good. It's like chocolate covered. Oh, mate. Speaking of like chocolate rainbow things, mm. do you remember the I- ICM bars? LCM bars. Same thing. LCM. ICM bars. <laughs> LCM bars. There was. I've never eaten an LCM's bar in my life. There was a chocolate one with like rainbow kaleidoscopes on it. So good. There was also the, the Cocoa Pops did a, a bar. The Cocoa Pops bar with like milk on the bottom. You ever had that? No. Amazing. That's you know what I ate Nutri-Grain bars. See, it's the same thing. You could get like the Nutri-Grain bars, but like Cocoa Pops instead. Delicious, so good. What was with cereal making bars with like <laughs> chocolate on them? Well, it was around the time that. Do you remember Noughts and Crosses lollies? I never ate them either. <laughs> so I saw you eat them a lot, but I never <laughs> ate them. So essentially, there's like a bread. I don't know. Was don't look at me like I ate them. There was like this. Like natural fruit confectionery brand, and one of the things I did was like little packets, and on the packets was like uh, Noughts and Crosses board, and inside the packet was like lolly Noughts and Crosses, so you could play a game of Noughts and Crosses, and you could eat a snack, or you could just eat them, and then roll ups. Remember roll ups? Oh, you know I've never had a roll up. Did you just not eat like? I didn't eat like sugary things as a kid. Sugary like lunchbox snacks. My parents were like, "Oh, let's not." Make him fat, but he can do that himself. Good job, Jesse. Your parents did a good job. Maybe they should make go back to um dictating your meal food plan. I mean, I still live at home, so I just eat what they cook. Plus the burger bar. Shout out to the burger bar. Shout out to Take a Break Burger Bar. Thanks for sponsoring this episode. Sweet. All right, that brings us to our third segment. Our short segment, because I just looked at how long we've been going for. Holy. Yeah, but there's a, there's a lot of to cut out there. Bleep that. Nah. 
We we don't want to we don't want to influence the kitties with bad words. Suck my. I can't wait for you to add that. It'll be like, bleep 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 bleep. Um, all right. So as you may have heard before, we said on the weekend that just passed, we went to Neck of the Woods Festival. It's a two-day camping fest, three-day camping festival. I think it is. Two. Two days. Two nights. No. Well, no, two-day, two nights. Yeah. Um, we didn't camp because. We had we had busy weekends. We can't things afford to do. It. <laughs> can't afford it too. We're we're, we're poor boys. <coughs> if you'd like to send us money, do it. Yeah. My my social security details and bank yeah, account. Um, send it to my bank account. The card numbers on my card is four one eight seven two six one nine eight four two two one nine six two. And what are the three numbers on the back? Uh, three numbers on the back are one one four. Nice. Thanks, and Jason. the expiry date is four twenty. <laughs> yeah. So we went to Neck of Woods Festival. Saw some amazing local acts from North Queensland. Yeah, really good. Holy. Some from Townsville. Some from like other parts of Queensland. A couple of bands from like Perth and New South Wales as well. <laughs> Started the day with the amazingly talented Matilda Duncan. Oh, Matilda. We love Matilda. You guys have heard her on the podcast before. She came on and um, did an interview with us. Also recently um, did an episode with the pre-podcast. She um, went on there, so go check that out as well. Really funny episode. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, so you've heard her. She did a couple songs on um, our show, which she performed those and more. Um, just still good. She hasn't gotten worse. <laughs> She's amazing. Gotten better, you might say. Yeah. I, she really thrives in her performance like she just really stands out and the more she does the better she gets mm. and i really want to like, i'm looking forward to seeing where she goes in the future she'll become world famous oh if she becomes world famous and we were her first interview or first podcast at least hopefully she remembers us nice. then she was followed by voy the hawaii that's how that's spelled if you want to check it out boy i enjoyed voy i hadn't really heard any of their stuff before but i really liked it um mm. hopefully um, they'll come on. Yeah. We'd love to have them on if you guys, for some reason, are listening to this. Shout out. We love your music. They had two singles recently released as well. Hummingbird and Aberdeen. Go check them out. They're amazing. Yeah, really good stuff. Uh, the only sad thing is that it was still like early in the day, so I was still trying to figure out some of the sound for the bands and that. Yeah, it was a bit... Bassy. Yeah, but you can still hear what they were doing. They're still super good. Leonie Kingdom. She... She was good. She like told like the stories about her songs before she played them as well. I yeah, think that was a from, different take on it. I think she's like from Cairns or something. She's not from Townsville, but very good. Good to see. Mm, yeah. No, it was interesting hearing her take on like what her songs are actually about. Mm. Um, as she like would then play them, because you don't really get that. Most people just play their stuff. Um, but I thought that was really cool. She was followed by Nancy Shipper. Oh. Amazing. We loved. Nancy was like a standout. Like, I had never seen her before, but wow, she's incredible. She has some music on Spotify as well. Go check it out. Most of these people have music on like Spotify she or does. like Triple J on Earth, things like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Go and find these people, follow them, check their stuff out. They're really good. Nancy's vo- voice is so unique too. Very good range. Um, Yeah, great control. Whoa. Oh, I was just, 
I was blown away. Like, she was next level. We also ran into her just around, probably a place to be. We harassed her, but super Brendan, nice. Brendan harassed her. I don't know what he was doing. Could get that vlog content. Um, But yeah, we went and we saw her and we chatted to her for like a minute, Um, which was pretty cool. Um, But yeah, she's super cool. Um, Really nice. Seemed pretty down to earth when we talked to her. Mm-hmm. Her set was followed by Boatkeeper. They were cool. Yeah. Gotta love Boatkeeper. I liked Boatkeeper. They were like a hippie, beach, rock, funk, indie. Yeah, music. they're from Mission Beach. Um, and they're really cool. Um, I love their guitarists brought out like a rack of five different types of guitars. Yeah, very diverse sound in what they do. Really good energy too. Mm-hmm. Good, good music too. They were followed by Tim Griffin. We didn't see much of Tim Griffin's set. Um... We heard it, which was good, but yeah. we um went and we had a break because I have asthma and I couldn't breathe, so <laughs> we had a break. His was more of like a, a country, western kind of vibe. Yeah, very country. Acoustic. Um, but yeah. Very strong vocals as well. Really good. He was followed by the set of the entire day. Best band there. Yeah, personal favorite. Personal favorite, late November. Um, wow. So... We've we've talked to late November. We um we met Aiden, mm-hmm. who's the um saxophone player. When um Matilda came on, he came with her. Really great guy. Um and just before the um late November set at Neck of the Woods, we um ran into Alex, who we've been talking to over Instagram. The lead singer. Um, he's the lead singer and um rhythm guitarist. Sometimes does a solo. Yeah, the all talented. Um yeah, and oh Alex. You are such a nice guy. Really, really friendly. Um, super nice. Keep an eye out. We are going to have them on soon. We're just trying to coordinate getting when the six of them are free at yeah. the same time as both of us. Mm-hmm. It was They were missing their keys player um, for the set just because he's away doing things, I guess. Doing more piano things. Yeah. So, it would have been cool to see all six of them play, but the five of them held it together super tight. Phenomenal. Super amazing, amazing energy. Huge crowd. Everyone wanted to see Leighton of. Good song. Um, really good songs, all original stuff, bar one. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so good. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to them. Um, they were followed by Jack Davies and the Bush Chooks. Oh, they were like they had a fiddle, they had a <laughs> harmonica, and there was like a keys player and then drummer. I was just picking out the not common instruments. You know, picking out the common ones. Teamwork. No. Yeah, um, they're an interesting one. They're like a, a folky, yeah, very like folk music. Like sounds like they're in the Shire. <laughs> very interesting. They also did have like a very politically charged song. Just yeah, you don't see from folk bands much. Yeah, no, nah, they went off about um like Manus Island and stuff. <laughs> it was pretty pretty confronting, but like good song, good music, good energy. But well, oh, I would didn't know about them before. Check them out if you like. Followed by Boo Seeker. Very, very cool, Kanye. Very different type. They have like someone that's kind of, he's kind of like a DJ. She's got like a keyboard and some sound pads and stuff. Um, and, and then the lead singer was and then rhythm, rhythm guitar as well. Singing and guitar. So it was just the two of them, but really held the energy on the stage. Dude well, had captivating. so The lead singer had so much energy. He was like dancing around. Yeah, good dance moves. But then he would talk after a song and be like, okay, so what we're going to do next? <laughs> Like, he was wearing himself out, which was great to see, like, giving yeah, his all. 
I had a had a stalker at Instagram, like when they were playing, they're like pretty big as well. So yeah, they're awesome. Thanks for coming to Townsville. Shout out to Booseeker. Yeah, really good. Check um, them out. And then we left because I was having an asthma attack. <laughs> nice. And then I think the night was closed with some very casual DJs, some Townsville DJs doing their thing. Um, but yeah, really cool. Overall, really good experience. Really small, like intimate festival. They had like a little open mic that they were letting people do, which mostly was, there was like a lot of little kids wanted to go and sing, which that was, was so cute. cute. Um, but then there was other people, the two of the boys from Headlights, um, who, not the two that were on, one of them that was on Jack. Jack and Hayden. And then, um, yeah, Hayden went and they did a um, cover of a late November song and then one of their songs at the open mic, which was cool. Did a different take, which was pretty cool. Good to hear. Um, but yeah, overall, really good experience. Um, we did do a cheeky vlog. Cheeky, cheeky. Um, so we recorded some stuff. Hopefully that'll be coming out in the next few weeks, I think. Yeah, we're aiming um, for next week. Um, maybe a week after. Depends how we've never really edited a video before, so yeah. So <laughs> keep your eye out for that. Um, look out for our YouTube channel. We're gonna hopefully try and branch over and do some more stuff over there, like keep the podcasts up and then do a bit of short form content as well. Yeah, we'll we'll chuck it on um, our socials when everything's up. Yeah, you'll see it all, but keep your eyes peeled. So yeah, keep an eye on coming for you. Our Instagram page. At VIP underscore pass underscore. Also our Facebook, VIP pass. And then to listen to this podcast, check it out on anchor.fm forward slash VIP dash pass. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, everything. Chuck VIP pass yeah, for search. My, most places you can find a podcast, you can find us. We'll be there. Um, And then, yeah, sooner or later, look after our YouTube as well. I'm sure it'll just be youtube.com slash VIP pass. Something like that. Um, But yeah good times thanks for coming thanks for coming guys um thanks for bearing with if you made it this far we appreciate you if you made it this far we'll give you a, a dollar coin if you see us in person yeah if you find me within a week of this episode going up i'll give you a dollar yeah and say hey i listened to the end of episode 17 great cast yeah say you got to know you have to exactly say the monkey with the suitcase Gives his regards to the fox. And then I'll give you a dollar. If mm-hmm. you don't say that, you don't get money. If you don't say that, we'll give you 20 cents. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not giving you anything. Brandon, I'm going to give you 20 I'll cents. I'll give you 20 cents. I'll, I'll find some coinage. If you buy me a car, I'll give you 10 Jesse will shout you a thin QTV if you buy him a car. Yeah, you buy me a car, I'll buy you a TV. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Um... Bye. Bye. See, we, 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 we see you on the flip side. T- t- today, Junior. Help. Help me. Brendan has taken me hostage. He hasn't fed me or given me water in six days. I have slept four hours in the past.